Chris Chelios. Up the boards to Chelios with room. He shoots. Score! Bet MGM ambassador. Nice play by Chris Chelios. Hockey Hall of Famer. Chris Chelios is not human. I'm convinced of it. Not only will he go in the Hall of Fame, I think he should go in the Smithsonian. Blackhawks legend. Chelios will add defense, but he'll also add offense to the Hawks. Steve Smith ahead to Murphy. Nichols at the line. Chelios moving in. Chelios scores! Chris Chelios has won it for Chicago. Three-time Stanley Cup champion. What a competitor Chris Chelios has been over the years, and he's been a winner every place he's ever been. Chris Chelios with Mully and Haw on 670 The Score. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. It is always a delight to talk to Chris Chelios. Chris, good morning. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Well, we're, you know, we're marveling at the Blackhawks' continued uh, success and Kaner kind of standing on his head a little bit here. And we're wondering, uh, is this according to Hoyle? Is this the plan? I mean, I thought it was all about Connor Bedard. I thought it was about getting rid of guys at the deadline. And now all of a sudden, they they keep doing it. They keep coming back. Another big comeback last night. Uh, yeah. And, oh, my God. Sunday when they had first responders night, when, you know, Kander got the hat trick there. That, for me, and the fans, the energy, that was the most exciting game I've seen all year. And, and like you mentioned, these comeback wins, these close games, uh, they're playing hard. And, you know, I said after the game, Kaner's either, you know, trying to get traded or trying to stay. It's unbelievable because the way he's playing, it's like he never missed a step. I was there to Sunday, Chelly. I agree with you. Most exciting game of the year, probably. You saw a hat trick. And we know a little bit more now than we did before. Patrick Kane, he's on the fence. You saw the emotion. You heard it in his voice. He's back. He's fourth. He's wherever. Can't make his mind up. I think when you can't make your mind up, you wonder if that indecision is going to dictate the course and maybe he does stay. The Rangers now are the team that ESPN has identified as the one that he would he would approve a trade to if they can work something out. Do you know anything more than that? And how this has unfolded, has it surprised you? I don't, but I, again, he's helping his case either way, whether you know the Hawks re-sign him or he goes somewhere. There's not a lot of teams, obviously because of cap space, that could take them, and Kaner's not leaving unless it's a team that's got a chance to win the cup or a real competitive team. So, and we talked about this, you know, months ago. He he, he doesn't really know. He's probably torn between what he, he should do. Um, at the end of the day, you know, he's happy. He's playing on that line with Domi, and it doesn't matter who they put with him. They just seem to have great chemistry. Um, you know, there's rumors of DeBrinket coming back at some point uh, that I've heard. So. I, like I said, I don't think Kaner knows what he wants to do. He, he obviously what he's done here in Chicago, he loves it. it. It's such a hard decision, but again, I, for me, I, I hope he stays and and rides this out. And the way they're playing, who knows? You know, they get they get Bedard, they get a couple uh, surprises in the draft, and they could be right back in the playoff race. Look what Detroit's doing. You know, they're knocking on the door now too, and all they do is added a goalie and a couple veteran players. And and yesterday they acquired uh, Nikita Zatsev for a second. They they got him plus a second round pick and a fourth round pick. The fourth rounders in twenty twenty six from Ottawa. They're willing to take the contract. They got they got to spend a certain amount of money and they get a couple draft. They they David was rattling it off. They got nine picks and 
the next uh, in the first couple rounds of the next two drafts. Yep. That's insane. I mean, Nine that's, picks in the first two rounds of the next like, two drafts. Seems like enough. Yeah. Oh, you got it's exactly. You, and then with all those picks, you know, whether it's in the, the rebuild, you could say why well, you can't put a number on the years of a rebuild. It could, you know, look what Seattle, an expansion team, yep. go from you know worst to like first overnight. So you know, like I said, Canada, he's got to be just sitting there. Sleepless nights, I'll tell you that, because I had them when I was, you know, when I was about to get traded. I'm sure a lot of guys have been through this, but it's got to be the toughest decision in his life. But, Shell, you have a unique perspective on this because, I mean, okay, you're, you're a dad, you're a hockey executive, you're a Chicago legend. So if Patrick Kane were to come to you because of your unique perspective and ask you for advice in getting through this, would you lead him one way or another? Do you have a – I know what you ho- you hope will happen – but is there one thing that is you in your mind best for him? You know what? Quite honestly, he came to me in the, in, in training camp and and we talked. But no, to to make to, to suggest or give him my opinion what he should do, I didn't do that because it it's his gut feeling. Um, and and I, again, what he's accomplished with the Blackhawks, uh, those last three games they played at home were amazing. And I mean, Kane for a goal scorer. You you have to score goals. It doesn't matter assists. They they need to score and be happy. And and right now he's playing as good as he's ever played. And you know three weeks ago he might not have felt the same way. But now you know who knows. So it's it's right now it's day to day. And I, I I can't you can't tell him what to do or you know his agent his fa- his family's probably the one thing he probably would like you mentioned. And I know he just you know built a house or bought a house up north. I. It's the worst thing in the world for a player to build or buy a house. It's a kiss of death. So, I don't know. You know. I built my dream house, and in three months I was gone, never seeing that house again. So. That's hysterical. So, so, Chris, this is such a unique situation because Kaner holds all the cards, right? He's got the no-trade clause, and, and he has to agree to wherever they want to send him. Did you ever have that? Did you ever were you ever in a position where you had the no trade and you could make a decision one way or another? I did. Not the only time that happened was when you know I was with Chicago and left to go to uh, Detroit. Um, but it, again, different circumstances. Like it was, they were. You know, I, I don't want to get into it, but like it's, it's some, leave, one example was they told me I couldn't bring my kids to the rink. I, they made me play center, and I'm like, okay, you know, the writing's on the wall, and it was time. But for Kaner, it's not time. He, you know, the Blackhawks have treated him, you know, with respect and, and they have such a great relationship. So uh, he he does hold all the cards. He has a no trade clause and he's not going to go somewhere where, you know, they don't have a, a legitimate chance at the cup. But again, his, you know, his teams are numbered. There's not a whole lot of teams that are in that position to, you know, that they can get that cap space, you know, and are legitimate cups, you know, contenders. So, yeah, it's on him. It really is. Before I let you go, Chelly, obviously everyone's hearts go out to Jonathan Taze as he deals with this illness that is keeping him out of action. You don't know if he'll come back before the end of the year. Would you expect that? Could we have seen the last of the captain? You know, it, that that happened, again, that, that's something I, you know, no one really knows whether it's COVID-related or, you know, whatever it is, anxiety. He, he mentioned that he's called it. He said what it was the, the with the doctor the the diagnosis was, but obviously he's got some issues and you know for him it's like day to day I would say 
you know, it's, it's a mental thing for me uh, at this point. And uh, it's, it's sad because he's such a good kid and such a, you know, a great, you know, part of the history of what's happened the last 12 years with the Hawks. But, you know, again, I talked to him, but it's just, it's, it's something, it's a, you know, whether it's mental or, it, you know, I don't, I don't know. He, he just has a real tough time right now um, coming to the rank and, Maybe the the pressure and you know I don't know it's a really tough thing to understand when you've never been through it. Right. Yeah. It, it's tough. I think they said it was long COVID and Sears, which is uh, chronic immune. Uh, is it response syndrome, something like that? So here's hoping for him. Hey, uh, Chelly, always a joy. Thank you so much. Thanks, buddy. Chris. Great catching up with you. Yeah. Thank you, you guys. Take care. That is Chris Chelios. Uh, that's tough. 